Hey Hello. guys. Wow. Is it really echoey on your end? Because I'm feeling like I'm echoing. Or I'm, I'm like, there's a lot of like background noise happening for me. Is it my uh, AC unit? Mm, okay. Maybe it's either yours or mine. But okay. I'm not turning mine off because I, I was going to say, if I turn so, mine off, you'll lose me. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be at that. So everyone's going to have to just deal if it's echoing because that's oh where gosh. it's going to be. Is that better? Um, I moved my microphone closer. No, but that's okay. <laughs> it also could just be like my mic. Like it doesn't need to, like it might not be right. you. Anyways, what's up guys? It's been a little while because, well, life. Okay. <laughs> guys, yeah. Anna and I are both full-time working ladies again. And of course we have the least compatible schedules <laughs> ever. Um, Like literally, if we could have designed a less compatible schedule, we wouldn't have been able to do it. I've had a least compatible schedule for a couple months now, and then I switched it to be like even less even compatible. Worse. But I also but in like a fun way, not at all flexible in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I start at nine and I end at six every day. Like there's not no <sighs> like there's no midday. Like there's no oh I'm going in late. Like Maeve and I have barely yeah. talked. Which is like shocking, guys. Anna and I both like, work eight to nine hour days. Like, like we have to. And not like one it's hour not like those inter- interacts. No, there's no, no happening. <laughs> I am done when Anna starts. Like, not even enough. Like, we don't even talk in the mornings because, like, Maeve gets done and I start at exactly the same minute. And there's not like a flexibility there. Like, no. that is what happens. Like, uh, New York, you baby. know. Anyways, it, it's fine. Um, my We're mom doing a, keeps being like, what? now I love Maeve and I'm so happy for her, but this schedule is just not going to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, mom, like, That's why she needs to do is best for her. Okay. Well, everyone thinks I'm crazy. Well, guys, I'm working 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. now, I which is um, support all of this. I work on our morning show at CNN now. Um, so I do spend like, you know, how TV, like a show happens at the same time every day. Like, no, I am on air from six, from five to nine, yeah. with two different shows. And so it's like, when everyone's like, oh, can you just like hop out early? I'm like, no, like the show ends at nine, like literally exactly at nine. Yeah. And I will be leaving at nine oh five. Yeah. Like that's when the show ends. <laughs> but the other thing is it's not Maeve's fault entirely because I, it's not Maeve's fault. It's no one's fault. Because I've also been like in the process of, you know, moving and like I moved in yesterday, but I moved in twice already. And like, yeah, you know, I've like not been in. New is this York. your room now? Am I, are we looking yeah, at your room? room? This is my gallery Cute. wall, but like the half the pictures are not framed. So right. don't think of it as a gallery wall. Think of it as like pre-gallery. Are your parents still here? Ready. No, no. My parents, my mom came on Friday. And we spent Friday evening and Saturday together. And then James, my little brother, and my dad came up on Sunday. Well, they drove up on Saturday, but then they, like, we moved in on Sunday. And, like, yeah. let me tell you, they were like, let's go. We got to go. We got to go home. James has <laughs> plans tonight. Like, we got to go. Um, because James always has plans. He's always like, when will we get home? And then you, like, see him turn to his phone and be like, Shh. And it's like, he's like, okay, well, we need to be home by three now because I just made plans. And I'm like, okay, great. Oh my um, god! Good thing I don't want to pee on this road trip. Right. Um, no, oh but god. they moved me in, and like we were a whirlwind. James was constructing yeah. things. He was well, which was alarming. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> if my bathroom cabinet falls off my wall, it's James' fault. It's James's fault, and mm-hmm. that's okay. I accepted that when I like asked him to help me move in. But I will give him that I live on the sixth floor, and it's a walk up. And mm-hmm. had he not been here, it would not have happened. Like you would James still be moving to in. carry three boxes. No, like I think I would have just given up. Like, I don't even know that my <laughs> parents and I could have done it. Oh my God. I, I just genuinely think we would have been like, no, we're good. <laughs> like Anna is fine. She will just live up there with no belongings. We cannot do this because he was like, I'm only going to do this in four trips. He was like, I go up these stairs four times. That's the total number of times that I'm going up. So That's he would like just such like, a put something on top, thing. put something on top. He was like holding my microwave and then another box. And he's like, get that box and put it on top. And I'm like, it's pretty heavy. He's like, put it on top. I was like, all right, all right, all right. He um, was like, I broke. don't want to live in New York. 
no, he literally was like, he was like, I hate this city. Which I don't think he would want to live in New York anyways, but moving me into a six story walk up, like definitely. Right. It did deter him a bit. Like that was also that's on you. Yeah. He's such a jerk. He like came into my apartment and the first thing he said was, Where's the rest of it? And then he walked into what he knew was my bedroom and was like, Oh, so whose bathroom is this? Shut up, James. Shut up. Oh my god. Shut up. But yeah, no, well, if he saw my apartment. I know if he saw your apartment, he would be shocked. Though I think being able to use an elevator to get to your door mm. would greatly increase his chances of actually liking your apartment. He was like losing oxygen. <laughs> he was. Have you been on your roof yet? I have been on my roof. Um, When's the house warming? It's going to happen. We barely, yeah. we barely overlapped, you know? But the problem being that the house warming is all fun and games until no one can breathe. You know, mm. this place. What about is, the uh, roof? We're gonna have maybe to do you a do like a dinner. It's I know that's kind of like a, that's what I had to do. You two can come, and yeah. then you two can come, but we can't all come together because there's nowhere to stand. Yeah, I did place. a, I did work people over, and then I did friends over. Yeah, and I didn't and even invite all my friends. Two of us, you know, like there's yeah two circles. I live in a friends. studio. Anna lives with a roommate. With a roommate, yes. Um, and also shout out to another one of my very good friends who recently got a job in New York city and will be moving. And we were talking today about her apartment oh, search yeah. and that made me want to die. Um, I was like, so happy for you. I'm so excited. You're going to do great. Street easy is giving me flashbacks. Wait, I do. Are we talking? Am I thinking of the right yes, person? Yeah. Yeah. We can say, I mean, it's my friend Mariah. Like yeah. I the audience <laughs> I like, doesn't need to know. Um, no, I hope she listens. I was like, that'll be telling if, if we're like, I can do to help like blah, blah, blah. But I did not want to help. Mm-mm. If she sends me to a place in the East village and I have to walk up five flights and be like, this shit's grimy, which is what I did my <sighs> whole apartment search. Um, and I love her, but I'm good. I, you know, I said it, but I really hope she doesn't take me up on that offer. I'm praying. <laughs> and she's like, well, no, she I should live with me. Everyone There's apartments in your building. Avail- there are apartments actually. in my building. So she's um, looking at them. I think I told her. Sweet. To. I know. I know. Wouldn't that I, be everyone who's like me? trying to move now? I'm like, just come uptown. Well, I can. Here's the thing. Like straight shot on the east side. Yeah, and she'll also be working uptown, in midtown, midtown. like you yeah, are. Relatable. So it makes sense. Whereas, like where I you know. live doesn't make any sense for where I work. Yeah. But, like it makes a lot of sense for where she's working. However, there are also apartments available on my block. And I'm like, yeah. this one looks really good. I know. Everyone's like, I think as long as you're near one person. Like my friend Katie lives five blocks from me. Like literally same avenue. Like five blocks. What are you drinking? Truly. Oh, tr- it was like, I it had looked like a coffee and, and I was, I was like, like, I got to finish this. Oh my God. No. And I, well, I'm drinking coffee because this is my morning. Yeah. I haven't got like, it's 9 a personality shift since I got a job. I was like, Anna, what are you doing after that? I know, I'm like a whole new woman. Suddenly drinking um, No, I think as long as you're near, like, one person, you're good. But, no, I think... I, I but, no, guys, before Anna and I started this podcast, me and Anna were coming up with a plan for tomorrow. And I was like, I'm, I'm being 45 years old. I was like, I have to go cross town. I have to go cross town on the subway. <laughs> and then I'm gonna have to come back. And then I have to go to work. Life um, is so difficult. I know, but then again, wouldn't want to do it any other way. Wouldn't want to be anybody else. No. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Jennifer Hudson won a Tony. I'm so. I mean, those are related topics. Me trying to sing and Jennifer Hudson oh winning God. a Tony. She won a Tony, and she got it's her egot. I know. So well-deserved. So iconic. Beautiful. Iconic. Amazing. Wonderful. I'm going to be honest. It. I didn't, I normally like pay attention somewhat to the Tonys. I missed it this year. I wasn't aware it was occurring until like I saw TikToks of people mm-hmm. on the red carpet. And I was yeah. like, holy shit. But I've never watched it before. It's actually probably the one I should watch because it's the most interesting, but I never remember mm-hmm. to watch it. I want to watch Ariana DeBose's opening number. Yes, I, I love a Tony's good. opening number. Yeah. You saw that that was good. Um, I also think like the thing about the Tonys is it's like not super widely like 
accessible. So I've never lived in a place where like it has mattered to me what shows are on Broadway because I'm Mm -hmm. not, I enjoy a show. Like I like plays, I like musicals, but I'm not like someone who would follow them from afar. Right. I'm someone who watches them when I have the opportunity. So watching the Tonys before and now, now we do. Like, I've never <laughs> like I'm like okay, happy for them. But mm-hmm. now it's like I've I know all of the shows because I've looked into going to see many of them. So like yeah. Paradise Square, I was like, oh, like I'm aware of that show. Like yeah. that is something that I know exists and like I have contemplated seeing. Um, yeah. So like I think I would enjoy watching it more now than I ever have before. So maybe I'll get them next year. You know, I'll get well, guys, right. last time we chatted, which I have apologized to Anna and I apologize to all of you. The episode that was posted a few weeks ago was about three weeks old. Like truly, it got away from me. Totally fine. Like I was so like, fine. I was here not doing anything. And then I was home for like four or five days. And then I was back. And then I was like on this new schedule. And I was like, I'll get to it. And then I like kept sleeping and forgetting. And like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with myself. I'd also but, like everyone to know that Maeve is sitting in the dark right now. Yeah, I have because it's the morning for her. <laughs> I like have to, you know, when they like they get lights for babies that like slowly turn on <laughs> so that they like gradually wake a baby up. Like that you is me. One of those. Yeah. Okay. We'll I mean, my birthday soon. So. <laughs> okay, um, you one. But no, Anna and I saw Hamilton. Guys, don't get the double drink. Do not. I I still have not financially recovered. Holy crap. We, we walked into Hamilton and we were like, let's spend. We're going to spend. This is a spending night. Let's get like, coming up. We're going to get a drink. So we waddle up to the counter. I don't know why we're waddling in this story, but we waddle up to the counter. Um, just for context, we've just had schmackeries because it was 2016. Suddenly yeah. on this Wednesday afternoon. The we cookies were really good, though. And it was banging. Okay. And I would do it again. But we went to Hamilton and we're like, we're going to do the it. The woman at gonna... also wanted nothing to do with this. No. We were like, she goes, what do you want? And we were like, oh, like, we're just looking. Like, we're literally the only two in the store. And she was like, okay. And like, then I was like, oh, can we get like the, literally, I, we got two. We were like, oh, can we get like the sprinkle cookie and like the like chocolate Oreo? And she was like, yeah. Yeah, here. Fine. Um. Anyways. <laughs> So we get into Hamilton and we're like, we've got this. Like we spent some money on these tickets. Like it's a spending night. We go up to the bar. We're like, we're getting drinks. Like we're finally able to drink. And like Mm -hmm. we are of age and we order like the founder's tonic or some shit. It's called the founder's fizz. It's literally a gin and tonic with a Hamilton name. And so he's like single or double. And I'm like, what's the price difference? And he was like, instead of being like, oh, the first one is eight and the second one's 14. He just goes, a double is twice as much as a single. And we're, and we're like, like, okay, oh. sure, we'll have a double. And then we go to check out. And we uh, also got two bottles of water. Like, yeah, we did get two bottles, bottles of water. Of water. Yeah. And obviously the drinks do come in a commemorative cup. Okay. Yes. Okay. And we asked, we made sure it came in a commemorative mm-hmm. cup before purchase. Don't judge. You would do it too. Your total is a 88.78. The way that Maeve and I must have exchanged a glance of terror. Oh my God. I spent, I still didn't have a job at the point, at that point. I had been offered a job that day. So we were like, celebrating. Uh, I didn't have any money to be spending on $88 of worth of drinks. I can't believe we're admitting this in public. It's so embarrassing. It was, Um, no, like Anna and I like, there was like a little jump back. There was like tension in the air when this happened. Like this was well, because then Anna and I got confused. We looked like small children because we get our receipt and it says like it it's counting us for like two different kinds of alcohol. Yeah, and Anna like, and I were like, wait, it's, it's only like gin, gin and gin, gin and tonic. Fizz, fizz. And we're like, wait, did you charge us for four times? Yeah. We were like, hopefully, because my bank account is hurting. Um, no, like, because we did wait in line again. And the guy was like, you're back. And we were like, we're just wondering if the receipt's correct. Sure. He was like, that's literally what a double is, is they add two types of each. To be fair, the receipt was confusing. It was really confusing. Because it charges the alcohol and the mixer separately. So we were like, oh, shouldn't that only be one of the two instead of... <laughs> but no. no. Um, I did use my cup for coffee the other day. Like it got okay. some use. When I was moving in yesterday, my mom held the cup up and she was like, do we need this? And I was like, yeah, 
Yeah, that cost. That like, no, I put my blood, so sweat, and tears into that. Yeah, <laughs> I have this whole thing about like sentimental objects where I'm like they expire, but like the degree of sentimentality, like the higher the degree of sentimentality, the longer that I need to keep them before they become less sentimental. So yeah. things from elementary school, like become obviously after a little while, I I start to get okay with getting rid of them. But like college sentimental items, like still aren't really there not. yet. Yeah, I haven't reached that. But like my playbill from Hamilton, I also kept. But then like two weeks later, my mom was like, do you need this? And I was like, no, the sentimentality on that has run out. We can get rid of it. But the cup and the financial investment in the cup increases the overall sentimentality value. And thus it's still <laughs> yes. with me. It's like when someone's like, do you want to get rid of this pearl necklace? And you're like, absolutely not. Those are real pearls. Like that mm-hmm. is how I feel about my founders. Yeah, like I spent as much as a, a fine piece of jewelry on it. Genuinely, like I could have bought myself a nice necklace from a jury for the $45 that I spent on that drink. Literally. But I would do it again. I'm not going to lie to you. I would do it again. Yeah. Well, I have this thing on my wall that I'm not going to show you because it's in the dark, but it's called a a window box. And it's just literally like a container. You can buy it like Joanne or Michael's and it hangs on your wall and it like unlatches and you can like put stuff in it. So I put every little piece of stupid stuff in there that my mom is always like you don't need that and then she's like put in your window box like (laughs) and then one day when the window box gets full you'll find like a receipt that's no longer of sentimental value literally as strong and you'll be like this yeah this to go i'll be like all right take that out at something it's like a holding place until they become sentimental anymore i have two i have the waitress playbill and the hamilton playbill and then I have like a pom-pom from something. And I'm kind of like, I'm feeling that pom-pom. I'm just going to like chuck at some point, but I don't have enough in there to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you get maybe one more playable, you're going to be like, all right, time for this to, this to go. Yeah. Um, okay. But anyways. Back to the reason we have a podcast. What was it again? Oh, well, it just, guys, Anna and I like haven't talked in a bit. Like we yeah, just, we're like, doing so- our, little, our little catch up, our little weekly chit chat. This is what a lot of podcasts do. Just, ta- just talk. Anna doesn't like that. Anna likes <laughs> Anna likes to have a a, a schedule. For I like. The pod. I do like a structure. Yeah. Uh, whoa! So I just got really the Tony there. Awards. Oh, the Tony Awards. I think we covered them because neither of us watched them. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Let's talk about something that has bonded us over the years, and that is One Direction. If One Direction didn't <laughs> exist, would we be friends? That's food for thought. Like, yes, but it, we, it was fast tracked because of, mm, mm-hmm, because we were mm. the only two people dancing to magic at the eighth grade dance. Everyone was like, what? We might Anna take that out like, of the um, podcast. That's an embarrassing fun fact. <laughs> it's not. We're no, thriving it's not. It's now. It's a great fun fact. <laughs> um, because I asked the DJ to play One Direction because if there's one thing I've always loved to do, it's request a song from a DJ. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Um, mm-hmm. anytime there's a DJ on my ass is requesting, excuse me, can you play please? Sir? <laughs> Any event, wedding, bars, parties, places. I'm not invited. High school like, dances. School dances. I'm, I'm requesting a song every single time. That's Anna and I at a bar a couple weeks ago. And it's, it's not a DJ. It's a jukebox, but it's like a digital jukebox. Oh God. So Anna puts her card in. We request like six One Direction and Harry Styles songs. Little do we know they go to the bottom of the queue, even though you hit like, and how are you supposed to know how long the queue is? No. So we keep going. Spoiler alert. The queue is really long. And we had to leave. (laughs) We were like, oh, my $5 of Harry Styles songs. Like we were just doing a service to the people. They're gone. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's not for me. Okay. <laughs> it's like, that sucks. I would have sat there and waited. Truly... But we had to go. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, anyways, back to the, the conversation at hand. One direction. Yeah. Mr. Liam Payne has gone and said something silly. Yeah. Um, Liam Payne went on Logan Paul's podcast. Which. Oh, one second. I'm recording my podcast. I'm recording my podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. You're good. Do you want to say special hi to guest? No, I'm scared. <laughs> There's like that four was of my them. roommate. She doesn't want to say hi to you guys. She's scared of you. Oh, <laughs> just that's clickbait. Anna's roommate is afraid Anna's of our roommate face. hates your butt like my viewers. <laughs> Click now. <laughs> 
She's yelling at me. Okay. Anyways, one one D Vundy. Um, yeah. What's happening? I mm, I did not know that Logan Paul had a podcast, and unfortunately, now that is something that exists in my consciousness. And unfortunately, Logan looked better on his podcast than Liam did. That's a rough one. Um, for sure. Also, Harry Styles played Wembley like like last night or two nights my ago. Guy. So people keep posting pictures of when One Direction played Wembley, but Liam wore this ridiculous hat that I remember from the time that yeah. was like a black hat on the back of his head, and it looked like a like halo, and it looked like just look it up like Liam Payne Wembley hat. Like it's one oh of the God. most atrocious pieces of like articles of clothing that I've like ever seen in my life. <laughs> And the recurrence of those photos is genuinely horrific. I'm like, we all forgot about Liam Payne's hat at Wembley. And like, I did not need to be reminded. <laughs> I'm going to bring oh it up God. just to like. No, I'm yeah, excited. It, well, like, now... He did it a lot around <laughs> yeah. that time period. But Wembley was like definitely one of them. God, it looks so Payne. bad. And he had this like quaff of hair in the front of it. And it sat on. Oh, my God. It, it's like upsetting. <laughs> It's so upsetting. Oh, God. I'm still looking at photos of how Yeah, no, I'm looking at it. Now it's just, this is too much. But yeah, guys, Liam went on, the gist of Liam on Logan Paul's podcast was, oh my God, we also never talked about Harry's new album. We'll do that next. Yes, we will. So Liam goes on Logan Paul's podcast and basically says that he was the front man of One Direction and Simon told him if he joined the band that he would be... A, a good a, like a, a successful solo artist in God. two years time which i will give him that at the beginning liam was the front man like that is who they set up to be the front man i'll give him that one like his Did audition was way? like no popular also he auditioned twice let's remember that like the first two albums like he was the beginning of every song like he had a solo in every mm-hmm. song him and zane yeah yeah so like i'll give him that one it just didn't remain true, and I don't think we need no. to be announcing it on a podcast 10 years later. 12, actually. Oh, holy shit. July 23rd is the 12th anniversary. Has it been two years since the terrible time when they were like, 1D 10-year anniversary, and then it was a fucking website? And it was all of them being like, thanks, guys. And I was like... I thought- Release music! <laughs> I'm well, still was- like... When they're like, oh, 20 years, I'm going to be like, fuck you. I don't care. Then they'll be like, reunion tour. And I'll be like, oh, never mind. They'll be like, that'll be $6,000 for a nosebleed. And I'll be like, take my money. I'm going to start saving now. <laughs> no, I have to. Like House fun. I would wedding quit fund, my job. One Direction fund. To go to watch them, to go like somewhere. And sit. like mm-hmm. if they were like, we're only doing one night only in New Zealand. I'd be like, I'd be up. like, let's go. Hobbit, here we come. I always wanted but to go to New Zealand. Like, I would go. Literally. So, guys, Liam says that. He also said that there were, like, that none of them liked each other. Or, like, him and Louie didn't that get along. That was significantly more upsetting to me. Than, than him being like, I was the front man. Because yeah. you're like, that's just because false. <laughs> they gave us this illusion of friendship. And I know it's an illusion. But, like, keep it that way. It wasn't all an illusion, though. No, it wasn't an all an illusion. Like, I do truly believe that, like. They were all buds in some capacity, yeah. and some of them were. Very you have good to friends. be. Yeah, you're put in a situation like that. You have to be friends. Like Harry and Niall are definitely friends. Like I think, like Louis and Niall, they had like some genuine friendships in the band, and like I just really would prefer that Liam like not talk shit about them because I'm very sensitive. Yeah, Louis also made a comment about how he was like, well, he said this in a very serious tone, and it's just become a meme on TikTok. If you're on one direction tiktok which of course we are um and he was like there was one day we were backstage and someone tried to start a physical altercation with me and i was like if i see those hands again if you throw those hands i'm going to take them right off like something along those lines and logan paul just starts laughing and liam's sitting there with a dead face and i was like you know like logan's right like, like this is so <laughs> embarrassing please shut up like i just and don't people on tiktok them. were like they were like what do you mean <laughs> Also, they were, like, surrounded by bodyguards constantly. Like, if Liam had just stood up in a threatening way, like, he would have been immediately sort of held back. Like, that guy, Mark, what would not be? Where are we going today, Mark? Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Man, Mm -hmm. stop. I wish I was 14 again. Me too. Me too. (laughs) 
Ugh, ugh. But anyway, so I did get requests for us to discuss it. Um, and the general consensus is that Liam can shut the fuck up. He's not yeah. dead. He's not dead to me. He's got like one more strike. Uh, I think he also has like, well, he also cheated on his fiance recently. And he had about four straight whiskeys during that interview. I, what I need from him is to go to therapy. Yeah, that would be good. Um, let's not produce any more children. Let's not sleep with any other women. Let's go to rehab and therapy, please. Thank you. Love that for him. You need Um, that. Like you've had a weird life. Yeah, I get it. Did you also see that on Saturday, Zane posted on Instagram a clip of him singing the You and I high note, and Louis liked it. Uh, yeah, one of the, that one. You just cut out of it during that. I think it was too high for the. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did see that. It felt like Zane's response to Liam. It did. And Louis liking it, I was like, wait a minute, because they beefed. They did. Anna and I indeed have an Instagram post from sophomore year of high school after Zane left the band where Anna and I are in our Midnight Memories tour shirts. And the caption is like, no, no, we don't need to resuscitate that memory. (laughs) I show it to everyone. Best part about it. You know who took it? Our chemistry teacher. (laughs) It was during class. (laughs) It was during class. I love that class though. But yeah, it was during class. Oh, fun. It's a good oh photo, God. though. But yeah, we're like we're like looking all sad. The captions like when when Naughty Boy like causes beef between Louie and Zane. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Because it was it wasn't that it was like not the day that he left. It, it was, was like, like a week or two after. Yeah, when they were like fighting. All right. So if you've ever <laughs> wondered why do Anna and Maeve have a podcast, it's because we did shit like that in high school, and that's what molds you into a podcaster. Literally. And to the people, every who funny podcaster podcast. Thank you for giving us a redemption arc. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> Not that we didn't have fun in high school. We had a great time in high school. Yeah, I cried yeah. at graduation. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a reason that we're still friends. <laughs> I know. Oh okay. Quote. What uh, else? What's next? Um, Harry's album, Harry's house. Oh, what do we think? Oh, by the way, nice. everyone, and you'll be happy to know, Maeve and I are going to MSG. We did. We got Amex presale tickets, and we got good ones. And do either of us have an Amex? No. Thank you. To it our was parents. my dad's. Yeah. <laughs> I tried on my mom's, and Maeve tried on her dad's. But let me just say, like, the ticket sales for that were absolutely insane, and like insane. I was lucky to snag those two. You got our tickets at face value, I think. But like I as Maeve was buying tickets, like I was looking at tickets too because I was like, if I end up with an extra set, I will just sell them. Yeah, and they were it's, going. It's not like in, they're no one's going to want them. <laughs> yeah, like they were going up in price as it was happening. So like I would select two seats and they would disappear, and I would select two seats in the same section. They would be like two hundred dollars more expensive. Exactly. So yeah. like by the time that I went to check out, I was going to be spending eight hundred dollars on two tickets, and I was like, I'm yeah. not going to do that. Like just to resell them. Because I no. also like don't believe in I wasn't gonna buy them for eight hundred and sell them for a thousand. Like I no. wasn't trying to mint money off of them. So like I was like gonna a lot just of like are. maybe I was gonna resell them for a profit, but like you know, I wasn't gonna do, make it a two hundred dollar profit. I was like, it's just not worth it. Like if I bought them at yeah. two hundred dollars, I maybe would have sold them for like three hundred, but like yeah, I just like didn't you're not gonna upcharge like an eight hundred dollar ticket. No, like I'm not trying to be a jerk. But then like for work, I, we have people who would like to go see Harry Styles and mm-hmm. like looking at the resale prices right now, like to sit in insane. the section Maeve and I are sitting in, they're going to pay almost $2,000 a ticket. It's insane. Like the price gouging was happening in real time Yeah, and it's still happening. And like, it was crazy to like be on the app. Yeah. And like, and, cause like, I had tried earlier in the day Anna and I had the same pre-sale code for the afternoon, but I had tried like a couple hours earlier on like another one that I had gotten luckily. And I hopped on there and I was like clicking and like the 400 section, like standing only we're going for like $400. I was like, wait a minute. Ridiculous. (laughs) And like, I can't, the other thing that makes me mad about Ticketmaster and I've noticed this with other shows is they'll have the Amex like certified aisle seat. Um, so to get an Mm -hmm. aisle seat, you, um, have to pay extra. You have to have like a certain presale code, which like as a person who I cannot Mm -hmm. stand for extended periods of time, Or like when I'm seated, like I 
I have like issues in my leg that have recurred recently. And like, it's literally just ableist. I'm like, you can't just charge more for an accessible no. seat. Like, do I, they really? Yeah. Like if I, it's fine. I don't need to sit on an aisle, but like, I certainly prefer it. It would and, like, be nice. On planes, I always like choose an aisle seat. Yeah. Um, I'll like right aisle so that my, like an aisle where my right hand foot can sit, stick out mm-hmm. a little bit, but like it, it makes me so mad because I'm like, I can't be the only person for whom like maybe like the squeezing between is really difficult or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like they, oh, they have like a need to go to the bathroom frequently or something like people have yeah. needs and like to charge extra for seats that are more accessible. It's just like cruel. Um, I thought you were saying so mad. I didn't realize they did that. I thought you were saying that they like, that was like a separate code in itself. I think maybe, or like what it was, was like the tickets I was looking at for some other show were Ticketmaster Mm. with an Amex pre-sale, but I didn't have an Amex code. So I couldn't buy an aisle seat, Mm. even if I wanted to, Um, which it's just like shitty. I don't know. Yeah, it it is. And so that was like, I don't know. The whole thing is like very frustrating. And um, I do wish that- Ticketmaster also has- they're just scamming you. Yeah. Like, and I know Always. that like Harry Styles himself probably has very little to do with the ticket sales, but like, yeah, I do hope that more and more celebrities are like, what our fans are telling us is that like the ticket purchasing is insanely unfair. Mm-hmm. Like if Taylor Ticketmaster does a tour, right, and she if, would do something. It's Ticketmaster <laughs> like this, like all oh, hell will break loose mm-hmm. because is anyone buying them at face value? Like they're all price gouging no. immediately. Well, also um, Ticketmaster adds fees like after the fact. Yeah, so we ended like up spending I ch- how like much? Like I fees? had forty dollars each. It's ridiculous. And I had like I the card was in, so I hit pay, and then it like I hit pay so that I made sure we got the tickets, and then it was like, here's your because they're like one ninety five face value, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not passing these up, <laughs> and I knew yeah. that there was gonna be some fees, but I thought we were gonna pay like like two fifteen or something. Yeah. And I was like, then they were like, okay, here, you just spent like $480. And I was like, what? It's ridiculous. And I was like, oh, good. I was like, oh, good. $45 worth of fees. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it like literally just does not have to be like that. No. And again, like I know the artists, like they're not making the deal with Ticketmaster, but like right. they do have a lot of power. So someone like Harry Styles was like, it's important to me that for my next tour, like there's no, every ticket gets sold at the amount that the, like, we set yeah. the prices and the prices stay. Um, like Olivia Rodrigo's Ticketmaster tickets. <sighs> I, I haven't made it in the waiting Olivia room Rodrigo's for that. Tickets. Like that shit was awful. Uh, I didn't even make it. They literally, I hit like purchase and they were like, oh, you can't even get, you can't even look at a ticket. They were like, you're stupid. Get yeah. out. <laughs> and like, I have beef with Olivia Rodrigo's team for like the number of shows they put on and like, or mm-hmm. lack thereof. And like just the way they did mm-hmm. it. Um, which we've talked about in previous episodes. But yeah, yeah, I just like think it's clearly time for like artists to be like, okay, we're done with this. Because mm-hmm. like this is just becoming it's not that we are all there any other ticket ticket buying. Like no like- we're not gonna save the world. I don't feel like that, but like I just think that blatantly wringing money out of fans who have yeah. supported artists' work for so long is just like inappropriate. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think that how did the Ticketmaster? How did they become? The I don't know. Like they just have software that works well. It's like we need a good rival yeah. that's like committed to keeping right. Costs it's down. like a Spotify, Apple Music situation. Like that we need, will help. We need something similar. And Ticketmaster will feel the need to like make a better ticket buying experience, mm-hmm. so that it's not because even at the same time, involved. like having amex pre-sales like amex is also like not everyone has one yeah and also some people's parents are not as amazing as ours and willing to let their children use them (laughs) exactly like uh the whole thing is like just well that was me that morning when i I got the code the night before and i woke up around this time so i was like my parents are absolutely asleep i can't tell them that i got this code um but I called my dad the next morning or I texted him. My dad's, when I tell you my dad's screen time each week is literally zero to two minutes. This man does not have a digital footprint whatsoever. Like my icon. Um, He's like the last person alive. That's like actually off the grid. And so I texted him 
because he, he has his phone at work normally, but he rarely checks it. And I rarely text him because I know he's not going to look at it. Like my mom, I talk to her a lot during the day. So I was like, hey, are you at work? He was like, yeah, what's wrong? And I go to call him because I was going to be like, just want to let you know, I'm using your Amex. He, he was like, wait, wait, wait. He was like, let me call you on my office phone. So he calls me and he's like, what's wrong? It's like 11 a.m. He was like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Like, what? why are you calling me? And I was like, no, like, I'm here to tell you that you are about to spend money on your Amex. Yeah, like. <laughs> I was like, oh, literally nothing. Uh, and then he starts laughing. He was like, okay, that's fine. Like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> he was like, I have to go to work. I was like, my day's done. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we will be seeing Harry Styles September 10th. Yeah. Thank you to Maeve's dad. Um, no need to panic. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, excited. I think Carrie's house personally, and I think Anna will agree to this too. I'm a big vibey song person. Like a lot of people are like the lyrics and fine lines speak to me. I don't I get them. I don't care about a lyric. <laughs> you could be saying anything. And I'd be like, okay, sing it queen. <laughs> like as long as it's not like a slur, like we're good. You know? Right. Um, but no, that's why I changed that lyric. I saw that queen. Um, but no, so Harry's house has like the perfect summer vibes. I think I'm in the right headspace for it right now. Mm -hmm. Fine line was a very winter album, like slow songs came out of Christmas time. And there's also some bangers on Harry Styles, but Mm -hmm. it's, he's certainly better now than he was then. Like that was a great debut solo album. People and don't agree because people that, like, I would still listen to, but I, mm-hmm. it's not like my favorite of any of his music. Yeah, I know. I was talking, friends that I talked to, they're like, oh my gosh, like fine line was like, I can never recreate anything from that album. And I'm like, no, like it was good. Like I was a fan. However, this one is really like on my pop level that I want to be on. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So I, fine line came out in December, 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Because we were supposed okay. to see him on tour that summer. Let's not discuss. Okay. Because that still haunts me. Another Amex presale that your mom paid for. Yeah, true. <laughs> In fact, I think she did the purchasing for that one. Because we were at school. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So Harry's album, check. We like it. We're into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gotten the useless knowledge stamp of approval for sure. Which I know he's been waiting for. I know. I know he's on the edge of his seat. He's like, when yeah. is their next episode? I literally need to know if they like my album or not. Mm-hmm. And Harry, we love you. That we do. You're welcome. We love, love him. Love him. Um, Between that and but, George Ezra's new album, which is a little bit moodier than his previous album. It is. Now, there's, there really is good. one musician I love. It's George Ezra, guys. I have cried at a George Ezra concert. And not in the way that like <laughs> I've cried of like just sheer emotion at like a One Direction concert, which I don't think I ever actually cried as much no. as I almost did, but like, I was like, so like, <laughs> I've had like a spiritual moment with George Ezra. Like, I can't wait to see him on in concert again. If he doesn't tour in America, I'll break my podcast. Mike. Mm. I know he keeps, he's like tour and I'm like sick. And then he's like in Glasgow. I'm like, yeah, he's like, okay. Australia tour. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No one, no one lives in Australia. I, but anyways, I've Even loved though we George just said Ezra we'd go since. to New Zealand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like combo it. We're like going to see both at the same time. Um, but I like loved George Ezerson's Wanted on Voyage, his first album. Well, and people are like, oh, he's the Budapest guy. I'm like, no, he's so much more. He's so, so much, more. much more. And yeah, so one time in my freshman year of college after his second album came out, which I love, 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 loved. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I know, I know like if George Ezra has made a song, I know every lyric to it. 110%, like all his early EPs, everything. And I once took a bus eight hours from Syracuse to Worcester, Massachusetts and stayed with a friend. And we went into Boston for one night, saw George Ezra, raced back the train, took the last train back to Worcester. And the next morning I woke up and took another eight hour bus ride back to Syracuse. <laughs> That's and commitment. The worst part about this, and my parents don't listen to this podcast, was I went out the night before I left for the bus took the bus went to the concert went home and went out when i got home because it was my last week of freshman year and i went out nine times in a row (laughs) and george Ezra was the best one of those nine (laughs) oh my god and let me tell you it was the bathroom it was terrible 
Um, and I would do it again. 100%. It was a standing room only. It was like a, yeah, it was, it was like same a, with mine. It was like a hall general yeah. admission. I saw him thing. in the city. And here's Fresh the thing. Year. Like when Maeve and I were buying the Harry Styles tickets and I said, like, I have like problems. Like I don't really want a standing room only ticket, but my issue is that is not necessarily the concert itself. It's the hours that you spend waiting beforehand so that yeah. you can have like a good seat or like a good standing mm-hmm. room. And like, as a short person, like I would need to be yeah. standing like, for a long time waiting. And then, mm-hmm. and then I understand honest, what, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was just going to say, I understand the desire. Like it sounds like a good idea and then you have to be logical about it. Yeah. And then I'm like, <clears throat> we would have to get there like hours beforehand just mm-hmm. to wait and wait and wait and then get there and like, I'm not someone who deals very well with that kind of thing, like the insecurity of it. So like, Mm. I would find it a very stressful experience because I would be like, I would be anxious about like, where are we in line? And like, will we get a good enough seat? And Mm -hmm. like, that would be not something that I think I would enjoy. So I'm glad we didn't get that kind of ticket. Like we can just show up at MSG Mm -hmm. when like the concert is going to start. But for something like George Ezra, where it is standing room only, that is more okay with me because the competition for a, a standing like isn't right. like like it's I'm, not a it's not a stadium yeah like no one's going he's to playing in an intimate like, setting yeah like we don't need to like <laughs> we're also talking about it like george ezra has announced an america tour he hasn't but he will he will and i will be going he um, that's what he did fresh uh, he when i think about it because of the pandemic that is the last concert i went to is george ezra oh my gosh because wow. i was supposed to see harry yeah i feel like well because you saw harry for his first, first album, album tour. Yeah. I was on crutches though. So I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because of the, at the time. And then I was on crutches sophomore year too. Let's see. When was I write down every person I've seen live? You probably, I think you saw Hosier and stuff too. I'm trying to think. I saw Hosier my sophomore year. So yeah, that was, um, did you see anything? Yeah, the last year? concert. No, cause you were in France. No, you weren't. I made that up. I saw Khalid that same year because he came to Syracuse. I think that was probably Mm. the last concert. Oh yeah. I mean, I saw on campus stuff. We had like spring weekend. I saw um, Bryce Vine. I almost said Hall. (laughs) Bryce Hall. Speaking of Bryce Hall, Hall, people, he made a comment on TikTok about fighting Liam Payne when Liam's, when the news about Liam saying all this stuff came out and then he like made merch and then like, I was like, wait, no, like, I don't want this to be funny. <laughs> he did. Can I buy some? I'm kidding. I wouldn't, but I want to see it. It was good. No, like, look at his, I don't know if it was, I, he made like a shirt. I don't know if he's selling it, but he like, cause then Maya, Liam's ex, she made a TikTok with the Tana sound. That was uh, not oh my, my beef, God. but in we team Bryce to, out here. In order to, to get sign onto up for the, the email website, list, you have to like sign up. So I'm just going to put in a fake email. No, guys, not Anna signing up for the Bryce Hall email. <laughs> no, I just put in gibberish. It still won't let me into the site because it's like launching soon. Whatever. Oh Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I would have bought some. They lost a customer. Today. Click, clickbait is that Anna's roommate hates our podcast and Anna is a Bryce Hall like website user. <laughs> <laughs> Anna loves Bryce Hall. <laughs> uh, anyways. George oh Ezra's gosh. new album is also really good, but sadder mm-hmm. than some of his previous, or not sadder, it's more I, melancholy than some of his previous, now, especially like his most recent, like his last album. I tried to listen to the lyrics more because I feel like George Ezra, not that Harry Styles and whatnot doesn't do a good lyrical job, but like Keep Driving is pure, just like a string of consciousness. And mm-hmm. I love it. But like, you cannot tell me that that makes sense. Um, no. But like George Ezra like sings about love. And like, yeah, like fall George in Ezra love. is a singer-songwriter in the truest sense of the mm-hmm. word, the way that like Taylor Swift is. Like they are songwriters mm-hmm. and then yeah. they also sing them. You mm-hmm. know? So I think like his I'm gonna give a hot take that I think I've given on this podcast before. Um George Ezra. Well, so here Harry Styles has the aesthetic. Niall Horn has the songwriting storytelling abilities. If Heartbreak Weather had not come out on March 13th, 2020, that album would be successful. Yes, yes, yes. And I've said it before. We have discussed this. I've said it. I said it to someone recently. 
about after this whole Liam Payne disagree thing. so hard. I said it to someone after this whole Liam Payne thing. We were discussing One mm. Direction, and I was like, oh, like Niles also like he has a golf management company, but like both of his albums were really good. And Heartbreak Weather came out at a terrible time, but I think if it come mm-hmm. out at a different time, it would have been like really yep. well received. <clears throat> and that's the T. Thank you. Like if you listen to that album in order, it is impeccable. Yeah. Yeah. You're reminding me. And now I'm gonna <sighs> listen to it on my walk to school tomorrow. Or walk my walk to school, my walk to work tomorrow. <laughs> Good old school. Um, remember when we did that <laughs> LMAO um, what else happened Britney Spears got married and guys guess who was there Maria Menounos why was Maria Menounos there so then I looked into it and I was like maybe she went because of like her husband like maybe there's a connection there no. and I'm pretty sure she didn't like I'm not even sure he went I think Maria, Maria Menounos was like she was big in the early 2000s big in the sense that she was on like the cw yeah <laughs> i don't understand how they know each other like no maria Menounos well, there's a picture is only slightly more of a mind fuck for me than selena gomez no yeah there's a picture where it's britney spears donatella versace selena gomez paris hilton drew barrymore yeah and i was like what like, you know, Paris Hilton makes sense. Versace makes sense. Madonna makes sense. Right, Madonna was there. Drew Barrymore oh kind of makes sense as well because she had that, like... They're around the same age. Around the same age and, like, in Hollywood at the t- same time. And, like... Children's stars, yeah. Yeah, like, and Britney, I think, suffered more, like, mm-hmm. for longer. Like, but Drew Barrymore certainly had, like, a traumatic kids childhood in hollywood type yeah. thing alcoholism but like, selena gomez is like what mm-hmm. came out of left field i mean selena gomez was also a child star if we think about it on barney like britney spears was on the mickey mouse club like i don't know if they've bonded over that maybe the oh so i looked it up and the only other time that they've like publicly interacted was like during the conservatorship battle like selena sent britney a care package with rare beauty stuff in it so and that's it i'm like okay <laughs> that's nice but like the way it has nothing to do with what was happening with britney yeah it's like, like your- get well soon <laughs> um hope this works out for you could you wear my blush while you're on in the courthouse i yeah maybe it is just like you just connect with people oh and Ansel like elgore was there or, or oh, that was just someone that looks a lot like Ansel Elgort. No, that was so Ansel Elgort. His girl, he has that girlfriend, Violetta. I wonder if she, like, she's a dancer. I wonder if she's, like, danced for Britney Spears or something. Mm. Anna's, like, on Are they still Google, together? Like, I thought so. Because he's got some demons. Ansel Elgort girlfriend. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they're still together. Speaking Ooh. of Ansel Elgort, and by speaking of Ansel Elgort, I just Elgort, bought a loft I mean, in New York City. <laughs> when I say speaking of Ansel Elgort, I mean speaking of Ansel Elgort in Divergent with Miles Teller, who is getting his white boy of the month moment right now. Yeah, but isn't Miles Teller like problematic? Yeah, one of them is problematic, but it might be both of them. It might be because both. My thing is... Ansel Elgar did I, something. Oh, Ansel Elgar was accused of sexually assaulting a 17-year-old boor, girl. Thank you. He was. I thought we all knew that. Yeah, I couldn't remember what... Mm. I, You know, I love... If there's anything I love to do, it's to type in a celebrity's name and then go bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure Miles Teller <clears throat> also has something. Well, he's just like, I think, kind of anti... He's Shailene Woodley's friend, which I think says all you That's need to know. That's a scary thing. However, the issue I have with people being like, Miles Teller's a bad guy. Taylor Swift, my lord and savior, would not have put him in a music video if she thought he was a bad person. Mm-hmm. But I guess... Oh, he's a little bit of an anti-vaxxer, I think. But I think he got vaccinated. Well, this is so me making this up, but I would like to believe that... I think Taylor Swift wanted people vaccinated on the set of that music video for I Bet You Think About Me. Mm-hmm. So I would like to think that Taylor Swift made Miles Teller get vaccinated. Because <laughs> his wife 
was in the music he video tweeted. too. He tweeted, I don't feel the need to address rumors on here, but I am vaccinated and have been for a while. After people were like, were you vaccinated for that music video? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was because he's friends with like Shannon Woodley. And then her and Aaron, that was mm, another. Okay, so of the I'm happy cast. to hear that we don't dislike Miles Teller anymore because sometimes what happens for me is like, I hear you get a little up. controversy about mm-hmm. a celebrity, but I don't remember mm-hmm. what the controversy is. And then the next time the celebrity comes in my consciousness, I'm like, wait, do I like them? Like, I can't I remember. Like them. <laughs> yeah. So when Miles Teller's been having his moment, I've been like, now I know I used to like him, but I feel like something happened and I don't like him anymore. Yeah. But now he's back <laughs> on my acceptable list. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I, him, I just actually watched the original Top Gun recently. Cause if there's anything we also know about me, it's that I will never get a spoiler never knew what happened i never mm-hmm. simply never found out i actually finished it the other day um is it good yeah but you're gonna go see not, Top Gun maverick yeah that's why i watched it because i will see miles teller and glenn powell yeah, now the if there's someone i love it's glenn powell did you First watch scream queens no i never did that's where i know him from like everyone's like oh my god from top gun or like from from set it up which that's, That's where I first recognized him from. But I saw then him in I recently Queens. watched something else. Like Hidden again. Figures? Say that again. Hidden yes, figures? yes, yes. Hidden mm-hmm. figures where I was like, oh my God, He's very I didn't versatile. know about him before. He doesn't get yeah. the recognition he deserves. Like I knew him from Set It Up, but that was the first time I like processed that I knew him. But I definitely mm-hmm. had seen him in things prior to that. Yeah. Hidden figures um, was definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. he's um, been in a lot of stuff yeah he has been in a ton of stuff that i uh, like you don't realize it and then you're like oh shit yeah. hey guys but yeah would you see maverick with me i would go see top gun maverick with you Sick. when do you want to see it let's not make our plans on this podcast but we'll discuss we'll go considering see it. we couldn't <laughs> i saw guys the day top gun maverick came out i saw downton abbey too guys i sobbed <laughs> I'm still making just... my way through watching Downton Abbey the series. Um, so good. So I then if you like the Crown, if you like the Royals, also guys the Queen's Jubilee. Let's discuss the pictures of Louis are so or Prince. Um, the, no, like Prince, it's Prince Louis. It's right? Louis. It is mm-hmm. Louis. are so cute and like Charlotte is. I didn't realize. He, I thought he was like five or six. He's like literally three or four. Like he's no, he's, he's little. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they I, are he did a very good job considering. They're so cute. And Charlotte with her little hair pulled back. Mm-hmm. Her um, and George she, interacting, like they like tapping elbows and stuff. So cute. They're so cute. They're so cute. I love them. And I'm going to say well, it. People? I, if no. Kate doesn't care that will, if William cheated or not, like if she's good and she's staying with him, I don't care. What do we have to, Yeah. Um, Sorry, maybe I should like hate him or something, but I, I know people think that we should hate everyone besides Megan and Harry. I don't dislike Megan and Harry. I think we can like them all. I can like them all, yeah. And I I'm not a love big Charles Camilla girl. Yeah. I now you know who like, is a big um Charles and Camilla girl is my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and I trust her judgment. Well that was in her version things. of Kate and William. True, exactly. Like I remember like, getting up when I was in mm-hmm fifth grade to watch um the royal wedding and i got to take the day off school and my mom and i went to my grandma's house my not my british Mm -hmm. grandmother my american grandmother and i like wore my um dress i I had this like nightgown from my british grandmother Mm -hmm. that she'd given me and i had gloves and like it was like a really special day and like i will always Mm -hmm. remember it and like so william and kate are associated with like a really wonderful memory and like I just feel like there's nothing that can ruin that, you know? No. Yeah. And I yeah, like I just think people are like, it doesn't matter. Like she's just it's a monarchy, she's a figurehead. No, like she's so cool, the queen. Like she oh, just yeah. she's just ruling a country for 70 she years. Is. And for so long. And like she's just there's like, been things 96. But, like, <laughs> there have for been the things. most part, like fairly like 
easily. You know, like there have been it's, things. It's stuff that has happened, like divorcing Diana and Diana dying. That could happen in real yeah. life. Unfortunately, by real life, I mean like it could happen to an everyday person. Yeah. It unfortunately happened to like the most famous woman on the mm-hmm. planet. And just truly, if if Grandma Jill <laughs> approves, I approve. And yeah. Grandma Jill approves of the queen. So she's on my yes list. And also, people are like, only Harry and Meghan stands. I'm like, no, they were there. Like, they were at the event. Yeah, they were. They did leave early, which was weird. And like, they're a little well, weird. They're... I'm not going to lie. No, um, yeah. But they're all a little weird. Mm-hmm. Meghan and Harry just choose to hide that weird. Comes with the territory. Less. Yeah. Also, guys, Lilibet turned one and they released a photo of her she is a spitting image of her father this is the first photo of her right yeah i think there were ones like where her face was hidden when she was oh yeah and there's ones where she's like a baby but like that's what babies look like and you're like okay that's that's a baby baby. you're like that's a baby (laughs) no she's like i don't know i love my cousins and i just want for Mm. them to be to be to friends be close cousins because like there's very yeah. few people who are going to grow up with that experience i don't know i think like family estrangement is very sad in general like always most mm-hmm. of like i do think there are scenarios but i think there's mm-hmm. a lot of the times like family estrangements are very upsetting and like not necessary ne- necessary and like this to yeah. me is one of them and i'm like especially with a family like this we're like mm-hmm. No there's one can like, have this experience, but you. Yeah, there's like no one else who's going to get this, you know? Well, I also think that we put a lot of weight into Harry and Meghan because they're like direct descendants to the throne. We kind of forgot that like Prince Andrew wasn't at the Jubilee. Yeah. <laughs> True. Thank like God. He, no one really like mentioned him. I was like, and I, I mean, it's because Harry and Meghan's is like an easier situation in the sense that it, like they left on their own accord so i guess it's fine to be like oh they're coming back on their own accord but like i was like no like we're gonna talk about these two and not no literally and (laughs) now i will say and i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it i hate the name Lilibet. i know that it's elizabeth's nickname Mm. name her olivia elizabeth please god i hate lily yeah i I kind of hate a nickname as a given name situation mm-hmm. um that's not to me my favorite thing yeah um and i understand like i get it i know like it's like it's historical grandma's names name, yeah blah 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 but it's a little less tri- me- i hate it well, it's also like they called archie archie i was I like is his name archibald and they were yeah. like no it's archie i was like name him archibald and call and him like, archie according to my dad like archie is a somewhat common name in like posh circles in the uk so like maybe i can forget it's still a nickname don't get me wrong it is still a nickname (laughs) um but i so i'm forgiving them for that one just a little bit more okay like i don't love the name george either i like the name charlotte i I don't love the name louis either because it's also very french and i'm like you're not french Mm. well you just i just like louis tomlinson so yeah (laughs) So in general, I'm just annoying about baby names. Speaking mm-hmm. of the LeBrant family did have another child and her name is Sunday Savannah LeBrant. And their third kid, Zealand, had a seizure recently. Like almost died. And, and they like, also are so problematic. Senior. Yeah, they are literally so problematic. problematic. And on that Anyways, note. <laughs> is that all we had? I, think I say, so. is that all we had? We've been talking for like an we hour. We barely talked about Britney's wedding, except that I'm happy for her. It looks nice. And then and like Miles, and then I connected that's, see, that's Britney a family Spears. estrangement I can get behind. It's the Spears. Also, they all have the same name. Jamie Lynn, their father, Jamie, their mom, Lynn, and Britney. And then Britney. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> variety, please. <laughs> no, I say that, but I come from like a, a nice, thick Catholic family. And we all name yeah. each other the same thing. Michael, John, Edward, like yeah. Martin. We are hitting no, yeah. with the same Patrick, name. Brendan, Thomas, Mike. My cousin is Mary, or my cousin is having a child. Oh, if like, you don't so have at exciting. least three or four Marys. Oh, yeah, we have a Mary. We've got Marys. Yeah. Catherine's. Um, mm-hmm. I have a very, like, 
like I am the only person I think in my family without a repeat name. Oh. Um, or at least in I mean, my generation. But, yeah. Um, my cousin is having a kid and we know that it's a boy. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. So is it going to be Edward or Martin? Because his cousins, like his cousins are already John yeah. and Michael. So I'm like, we've hit two of the five possible names, Edward or Martin, like yeah. Edward and Martin or Lawrence. <laughs> nice. Is it going to be? All right. So I shouldn't make fun of repeat names because you know, the spears, they're just like us, except for the fact yeah. that they're terrible and I'm not. And neither of us are in a conservatorship as far as we know. No, I'm not. I don't think. Me neither. Right. I'll let you know. Um, right, well, guys. Maeve's well, going to go to work and I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, maybe we'll reconvene at this time next week. Yeah. We can't do Mondays starting in July because that's July back. 11th bachelorette's back. I'm yeah. so excited. I feel rejuvenated. Like this is what I needed. Mm-hmm. I needed this break. I'm mm-hmm. hype. I have July 11th, like in my mind, like I'm ready to go mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to it. I am not dreading every single second that I'm going to spend mm-hmm. watching it. And that's major. And so I think, not me about to make a plan with you for how we're going to watch. Let's do that after this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll stop recording and then we'll do this. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Mm -hmm.